0: happy thursday everybody thank you so much for downloading or streaming the be our guest podcast the following is the live call-in show from this past sunday night august 13th 2023 hashtag scotty g joins me and we take your calls over the next hour and we have some great discussions on the first mickey's not so scary halloween party that took place this past week down at the magic kingdom and how the amazing record-breaking heat down in orlando affected that first party but Overall, we thought the party looked pretty awesome. We also have a conversation about Disney purchasing Penn Entertainment and how betting is coming to the Disney brand and how that betting might end up in the Disney theme parks. Would you be for that or against that? And where might it fit uh, pretty well in one of the theme parks down in Florida? We also get a great call about the Norwegian Fjords Cruise up in uh, Norway. We talk about Tivoli Gardens and all the experiences you can have on that cruise. We get a great call regarding the uh, Disney college program and an experience with that. So fun calls on today's show. So lots of Disney talk coming your way here on this Thursday. As always, our show is brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney vacation for no additional cost to you. And, You're going to get lots of little goodies for booking with The Magic for Less, like onboard credits that spend just like cash for Disney cruises and Disney gift cards for Walt Disney World and Disneyland vacations. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's be beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a huge thank you to our patrons. Thank you for your support each and every month. You guys make all these shows possible each and every week, and you can support us over on Patreon for just $5 a month for all these shows. And you get a bonus show every week. It's also called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, we'd love to have you this week. Come on over, patreon.com slash Podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP open line for Sunday night, August 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night or Thursday to you. If you're chilling out and checking us out on the feed, that is absolutely fine. Thanks for being a supporter of the show. Hope you're having a great wrap to the weekend or an almost new weekend. We're getting through the week. If you're listening here on the feed, we're going to have a great hour here. Taking your calls at 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. This is a show where you can jump in. You don't have to wait. You can be a part of the podcast every week on Sunday nights. We love having the interaction here on the podcast. So joining me today to take your calls. We have lots to talk about your friend of mine. Hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott?
2: Hey Mike, happy Sunday! Uh, happy to be here as always. Want to give a shout out though to the people of Maui, man. Like there are some devastating wildfires happening there this week. I'm sure everyone caught a glimpse of it. Um, you know, I'm going to Oahu in a couple of months, you know, and I'm just thinking about Maui, all the Hawaiian islands, man. That was just some tough news to see. So definitely sending some love over there to to our folks, our friends in Maui.
0: Absolutely so. agree. It's tough to see, you know, fellow Americans and friends over there, and uh, yeah, just uh, keep them in your prayers.
2: Yeah, for sure. And then uh but uh, with this weekend though, I sent you a photo. I didn't really like set it up for you, but uh we we were kind of chilling this weekend. We didn't go anywhere because Emily had her wisdom teeth pulled. Oh man,
0: that picture you sent me just made my jaw hurt because I I've I'm so, still a big chicken. I have I have all my wisdom teeth because I'm not doing that noise. So
2: I'll tie this to a Disney twist because you know it's where Disney podcast. Yeah. Um some Elizabeth made a funny meme of her this morning. Like took a photo of her with her cheeks all puffy and did a side by side with that prisoner in uh pirates of the caribbean is trying to whistle like for the dog you know how his cheeks yep, are all yeah yep so was, she did a side by side of those two and it was hilarious
0: i'm sure i'm so appreciated how, that's that.
2: how emily is feeling right now she's feeling like that guy
0: uh, in the pirates. I'm, I'm sure she appreciated that very much.
2: Oh, she was not happy. Yeah, I but, haven't been allowed to share anything on social media, any
3: photos.
0: I would hope not. You know, I I would hope she would punch you in the nose if you did that. Yeah. I'm just I saying. know she'd have the puppy cheeks <laughs> and I would have the broken nose. It'd be a mess. So that would but not anyway, happy be, to talk some yeah. Disney to Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, yeah, when I saw the picture, I was I was like, "Oh man!" Just prayers up for Emily because again, she's she's a stronger person than I am because again, I've had a little pain back there, but I'm like, I'm just gonna deal with it till I die because I'm not yeah. playing that game.
2: Perfect time to do it though. Band camp just ended. We had like a couple more weeks before school started, so just. Get through a rough week and then boom, she'll be back before we know it. So
0: be I, I've just heard people say the word like after this like dry sockets. I don't even know what that is, but I, just, I want to eat my sockets oh, yeah. to be dry, yeah. and it dude, this doesn't sound good. So I don't. I'm not taking. a yeah, chance. You have this, like little like I don't know. What you <laughs> you call don't it, like, gross like, me <laughs> out, man. I'm just saying. Okay, we're done. <laughs> I won't dude, I'll pass out. You. I will pass out, and I got to answer the calls. I got to do all the yeah. stuff here. There's so some don't details be, I'll leave. Out stop. For real, this there's a reason I don't do this stuff. Okay, so. A couple stories to talk about. First of all, and and we'll save the big one here for a second, but we had our first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party this week. Uh, We had all the influencers there. We had all the eager beavers out at the Halloween party. We even had some of our listeners out there at the party, which looked like it was a lot of fun. Um, My favorite costume that I saw as I was scanning social media was a guy that was dressed up like a milk carton. Okay, so he's a milk carton. And... (laughs) He had on the, the, you know, the front was like the panel that back in the day used to have like the missing kid and on it, it said missing trams for Epcot since last seen 2020 and it was awesome. So shout out to the person who dressed up like the milk carton for the missing trams. Perfect costume. Um, But (laughs) record heat in Orlando this week for the very first Halloween party. I mean, it was so hot. How hot was it? It was so hot that the candy was melting on the guests at night at the Magic Kingdom. Because, again, they give away full-size candy. Props for that because the parties are expensive and you need to get the full-size candy. But good Lord, you're not getting milk chocolate. You're getting chocolate milk, I think, at this point. But, I mean, what did you think? I mean, it looked like the party was awesome. They really upgraded the party. I mean, the party itself, awesome. But I don't know if I could take it in the heat of uh, August.
2: Yeah, honestly, I haven't followed that much as I normally would um, just due to, like, the, the craziness with the wisdom teeth and yeah. everything. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I've been watching the temps, though, man, and they have been brutally hot. I remember last year I went to the second party of the year. We were dressed up as runners, so that helped a little bit. Like, you we weren't wearing a heavy costume. But, man, even then it was, like, smoking hot. So, yeah, just mad props to those doing the party. I still think August is ridiculously early to start doing – the party i mean even like halloween i think the decorations went up in july like july 31st it is it is so crazy um but yeah i mean what do you do about the candy situation though you want the candy right like you're paying these dollars as a part of the fun of the experience right it's the trick-or-treat but like and you can't bring like an ice pack inside the park like what do you do about your candy that's a tough situation
0: right i mean you know that that, that's my favorite part of the party is the you know the adult trick-or-treating going around getting your candy and i mean you know, I don't think it totally melted, but I mean, it was (laughs) probably pretty tacky. People were showing on social media. Cause I mean, it was a hundred, the heat indexes are getting between like one Oh five to one hundred fifteen in Orlando during the afternoons. So it's still super hot in the evenings. Of course you can go in at four o'clock. Um, and the thing we're seeing is like a lot of folks are going to that first party. Of course, the first party sold out because a lot of influencers go. Um, but the coverage, it seemed like the the parade was great. It was upgraded. They had some of the Disney characters, like as the Sanderson sisters. Um, everything looked spectacular as far as the party. I thought they really put some thought into the party and probably listened to a lot of feedback from last year. The party looked better than ever. So I'm excited for the folks that are going down. I just... Man, August is just so soon. I know they want to get as many parties in as they can, but man, and they probably weren't expecting it. But I mean, it's August. It's Florida. It's hot. You know, so it's I, so it, hot. I just, I just wonder because I know like Bob, uh, Dan Key, he's one of our listeners was there, and I know he even bailed like early and left his uh, his son and his wife stay at the party. They're staying at the Bay Lake Tower. And I mean, the thing is, like, if it's that hot that you got to bail out of a hard ticket event early because of the heat at night. That's saying something. But I mean it was record heat, but still.
2: Right. I almost bought us party tickets. So, um So I was going to ask you, are they but they sold out. Okay, man. Good. They sold out the day I was going to do it.
0: Uh, Cuz I did look and I saw there was a Halloween party, but I think I'd rather go to Epcot since we have a- APs and you know, save the hundred bucks. Yeah.
2: I mean, I yeah, you got to try the pickle shake that day. I, well,
0: so. I want to try the 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 thing up Connections. I got my list. I got I got a bunch of stuff. I'm not trying the pickle shake. I don't think, but we'll see. Um, and actually, uh, let's see, suppose, uh, uh, Catherine was asking, are we going to visit the parks to go down for give kids the world? I probably just do it on Friday after the volunteering in the morning. I'm thinking to hop into Epcot is my plan.
2: I, that was my plan as well. Good. I have a park pass for Epcot cause it's food and wine. I'll be the only right. day I'll be able to see that during this whole season. So got to go to Epcot. Yep. This is my favorite.
0: That is the plan. And I, I looked to see who was playing that night for the festival. It was the band. The, the, uh, it was somebody I wasn't super stoked for, but I will probably listen to. I can't remember who it was. I was hoping it was somebody else, but I was like, eh, it's okay. It's free. It's with, it's with your paid admission. Okay. So the other story we want to talk about, and again, call in, you can talk about anything you like 407-413-9395. Would you go to a Halloween party this early? Good news is Christmas probably starts in two weeks. Uh, just kidding. Um, the big announcement that came out, and I know this came out on the day because on Tuesday nights we go to Cybergs because Mallory has cheerleading and or she has tumbling practice right down the road. So we drop her off at her cheer tumbling practice, and Pam and I scarf down a quick dinner while she's in her tumbling lesson. So we meet at this little bar grill. And when I was waiting for Pam to get there from school, yes, she started school, um, the news broke and I was on Twitter about Disney acquiring this Penn Entertainment, which is a betting company, and so Disney has now finally, as we've talked about about six months ago, thrown their hat into the betting, um, you know, uh, venue into the betting industry. So now ESPN and, and Disney, cause they're all on by the same, you know, Disney owns ESPN. They're going to have a betting faction. And we've talked about this. Scott actually brought this up and I wanted to, we, we had an awesome thread with Wade, our good buddy up in Nebraska about this, how, well, the, and we're big sports fans. we talk about sports on here all the time. I don't bet Scott bets and you know, I just don't bet because I think it would give me a heart attack if I had any more like riding on a game because I get to invested it as it is. If I had money on it, I'd probably end up in the hospital. <laughs> I would get to invested period. so but the thing is. Now, besides all the stuff, like with ESPN and owning, you know, and they have all the games on and now they're going to have stakes. And now I think they're focused on game day on Saturdays. Make it is. I mean, they've, they've changed. It's
2: right, changed. Yeah. Now they
0: have the lines on the, on the college game day, which, you know, I don't understand half the stuff. I'd rather hear just the X's and O's and stuff like that. But I mean, it is what it is. It's all the Valley does that with baseball, everything. But here's the thing. Disney, the theme parks, does this at some point sneak in we see a way where it could and i think it could benefit all of us especially the folks and there's more of us than you think there's a lot more of us than you think that go to the theme parks that are huge sports fans and disney fans and scott you mentioned this probably about six months ago epcot in a certain location is perfect for this marriage
2: it really is and like i mean i think we kind of co-thought about i mean i've been thinking about it but like you had an experience years ago during the world cup where you watched the world cup game in the odyssey and the odyssey like doesn't have an identity. You know, I really doesn't like sometimes for festivals it's open. It does some things, you know, but it needs its identity. and it needs to have like some kind of permanent theme. I feel like. And when the ESPN at the boardwalk was closing, you know, we were out live talking about the news and I said, you know what? They just need to open up a sports bar at the odyssey. That's kind of where it started, right? Like a sports bar at the odyssey where you can show sports around the world. Like, Because we talked about there's games around the world that are always happening. There's always, like, a cricket match at, like, 2 in the afternoon or whatever, whatever it may be. And then we kind of joked about, like, well, maybe they will get into the betting industry and there'll be betting kiosks and then you can bet on games across the world. Kind of as a joke. But, like, who knows? That could come to reality. Like, they own a betting – a gambling platform now. I mean – I know they've never wanted like casinos to be around that area, so like it probably is something that they won't really do. But I mean, they own a, a gambling platform now through ESPN. It's kind of crazy.
0: But I mean, if, if and I, I, you know, I don't know what Florida's like because I don't follow these rules. But it, you know, if because the, the bet the betting portion with Disney, I'm sure is going to be via an app. Just like yeah. DraftKings and and all that Fan stuff, and all do- those yeah, exactly. Things, yeah. Like it is illegal in Missouri. Like we cannot bet in Missouri, but you can in Illinois. So you can, in like I St. Louis is right on the border. For people that don't know the geography, I can be in Illinois in ten minutes. Um, we're Right on the Mississippi River. So with the Cardinals, which is crazy because the baseball stadium sits, I mean, literally right on the river. You can just drive across the bridge right outside the stadium and go across the river and make a bet and come back, but you can't do it in our state where the Cardinals play. Uh, It's kind of like the same thing with the Chiefs because the Chiefs are on the other side of the state in Kansas City. You can bet in Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas, but you can't bet in Kansas City, Missouri, where the teams are, Um, which, you know, here nor there. It doesn't matter to me either way because I don't bet. But if it were legal in Florida, then you could. But we've mentioned the Odyssey, and I I agree with you. I think as somebody who doesn't even bet, it's a win-win because... If you wanted to bet and it was legal in Florida, I don't know if it is, and they'd probably work the legislature, you know, Disney would. But the thing is, you could make your bet on your phone, but I would enjoy the environment of just having, you know, basically the, the ESPN zone experience because it would celebrate world cultures and that transition from the old future world to World Showcase. In a way, because like you mentioned, I saw the the World Cup there um, with Paige God, probably about five, 10, 15 years ago. She was still a, maybe in high school, and she's a huge soccer fan and wanted to watch it. And so they they had a big thing in in the Odyssey, and it was so busy like you it was like one person in, one person out. So we queued up, and it was packed, and we had to wait for people to leave because the fire code. We finally got in, so you couldn't leave because you couldn't get back in. But it was just the wildest atmosphere. Like, everybody, every pass, everybody's like, ooh, right. ah. But the greatest thing was you had a melting pot of people from all over the planet watching the sporting event together. Like, I don't get that in St. Louis. Like, I mean, everybody is a Mizzou fan, so we're all cheering for the same thing. It was, it was a different kind of environment because, one, I'm not a big soccer fan, so I didn't exactly know what was going on. I enjoyed, I just enjoyed being there because I don't even think we're watching a Team USA game. I think we just went in to watch World Cup. I think we're watching like Colombia versus Brazil or something. And I was just like, this is awesome because these people from their country were like living and dying with every pass, you know? And I'm like, as a casual soccer fan, I just, I was soaking up the environment and I was living for it. But think about that. We could, I could learn about cricket. I could learn about, even if I don't bet, I think it'd be awesome.
2: And you're not going to see like betting kiosks. Like that would never happen. Like they would, they wouldn't want like litter papers around. Like that's just a, that's a bad look, but like, theory point this is going to be like all done through an app of some sort so you can have the games around the world maybe games that you bet on or whatever through your phone or whatever but you're right i just like it brings that culture like and then you can tie it to food which like all roll mm-hmm. showcase kind of does you can have the i keep saying like beers around the world i think that would be so cool in the odyssey you can watch your sports have your beers around the world i just I think it'd be a cool cool atmosphere for epcot i really do
0: i honestly don't think it's big enough i, I honestly think it would need to be Three times as big. And somebody's mentioning the Atlantic Sports, uh, Atlantic Dance Hall. That would be a better venue because it's larger. The old ESPN, you know, building would have been perfect for this, where the cake shop's going in. Um, But that's gone. But it's just one of those things. You know, I used to be very traditionalist, where everything had to be kind of like, you know, 1960s Disneyland. That isn't how things are going to be anymore. And this is just one of those things. Disney's looking for synergy to blend their brands together. I mean, look at every new attraction that comes along. Pandora, IP, you know, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, IP, you know, Marvel. You got, you know, you got Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, Tron. Everything is going to something that is established. I mean, sports. Think about it. If so many people have such an affinity for, for a sport and their, their team that you would just, you would draw people in. I mean, not only the betting, but you could draw people in. Cause like you just said, people go in there, they, you could sell merchandise, you know I mean? There's, there's, it, it, it's, to me, it's a no brainer, but again, I'm a sports fan. Like I think I'm just it's, on it, it because it's I like the
2: way, If it's games that you like, if it's a sport that you're not familiar with, like we've done that in the cruise line so many times we've watched sports around the world because all they get is like espn 10 like on the ship you know like we've watched yeah Yeah. we've watched like like the run like the walking races i remember that one yeah (laughs) we we did
0: we watch we watched we watched competitive walking on the ship we did
2: yeah but i know we don't need to talk about this it was just kind of a funny idea and now like the more i think about the more i keep liking it like i just like that idea for that odyssey space i really do
0: and then my buddy Chris, who's a uh, Roll Tide fan down in uh, Alabama in uh, Huntsville, says the fall, college football, an old-fashioned, and a small wager on the Tide, that's living the dream. See, that's the thing. I cannot have money on a game like that. I, would, I, I wouldn't be able to breathe. Like It's stressful enough because college football, man, you lose one game and you're, you're just shot. I can't, you know, we go down three, nothing and I'd be like sweating bullets. I can't, I cannot put money on it because I'm too cheap. Like I just, that, that I just have to enjoy it. And I don't even enjoy it half the time when I'm losing. So I don't know. I just think that there's a chance that this, I don't know. I think it, I think it might get into the theme parks. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Good. The phone lines are open. I don't know if they're broken. People usually call it like quarter till the top of the hour. And that's when it becomes a mess. So four oh seven. 413-9395, 407-413-9395. We got lots of great comments though here uh, from YouTube, from Facebook. That Ohio guy says sports will boost Disney's company big time. Oops. And says it'll be a game changer for them. I agree. Disney And I like make what Michelle said
2: too. She said about like how this is getting a further away from Walt's Vision. And then you kind of like said something about that too. Like, that's just kind of how it's going, trending these days. But like, I do like the like your traditional magic kingdom, like dry park kind of thing I fun for families. I, I know agree. the sports thing could potentially get rowdy in a way, but I think it's still fun for families that enjoy these things to like go to an area to watch a team play like, and have a good time with other fans across the world. I think that's just that concept of bonding. I think is kind of cool.
0: But I agree because I agree. So, you know, I have two daughters, right? So I don't have, I don't even have sons and this is not to be sexist or anything, but I mean, my girls, my family, like we've grown up in sports bars. Like that is a family thing for us. Like my girls would love to be in a place like the Odyssey during like a playoff game, like with people drinking beer. I mean, I don't even drink beer. Like just that, that atmosphere though, people just be crazy. Just like with every play during a zoo game or an Alabama game or whatever, you know, a national championship game. They, you know, that's, we do that here and to do it at Florida, it'd be awesome. I don't know. That's, that would be family together for us just as much as going on snow white, scary adventure. It's just, our family does things a little bit different. Probably not right, but that's us. All right. We have our first call of the night. Thanks for being so patient. Hey, who's joining us.
1: Hey, this is AJ from Pennsylvania.
0: AJ. Thanks for taking the time to call. Say hey to Scott. Hey,
1: AJ. Hey, Scott, fellow Big Ten alumni here. That's right. We are. That's right. On hey, my hey, side.
0: <laughs> you you could be from anywhere on the planet at this point. Basically. Eight, uh, Big 12, uh, Big Ten guy, sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I was calling. I was just
1: building some Legos with my kid and listening in and um, just adding to the the kind of ESPN discussion. You know, m- one of my predictions, I think this is the first step for them to uh, kind of have a. I guess, divest the, the ESPN brand. Maybe. Um, I know that, you know, there's some article. I think interviews with CNBC and it like Iger had kind of said that, you know, they're mulling that as an option. And it seems like they're kind of testing the waters in my opinion. Um, I think that ESPN brand name is just very valuable from a gambling standpoint. And I don't think it's core to Disney business. So I think they're going to test the water, see how it goes and probably let go of the brand is my prediction.
0: What do you think, Scott?
1: I mean, that could be like, I mean, they
2: own a lot of pieces. Disney does, you know, and maybe this is just something they want to bump up the sale price on, you know, make it look really good. And then, yeah, I am I think anything is really possible right now, like uh, through any part of the Disney's arm and like, you know, whatever they own. I think that could happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is one of those things that ugh, I hate to see it. I mean, I could totally see it, right? Because Iger is looking to capitalize and I mean we've even heard and I I've heard this on other podcasts that are not Disney podcasts tech podcasts about the Apple buying Disney rumor you know it's been it's been hot over the last week yep. and it's because he's exploring his options and I mean if you're if you're a CEO that that's what you do that's your role you have to check all the options to see what what is in the best interest of your shareholders yeah but would I hate it yes because I live through and I don't know if you did, AJ, but I was around back when I first started going to Disney, like in probably the, the like late 90s and like early 2000s. When I remember one of the highlights of my Walt Disney World vacations was going over to the ESPN club on the boardwalk and getting, yeah. <laughs> you know, we get like bar food because that's what my daughter loved. And I loved it too. Nachos, hot dogs, whatever. And they had that ESPN store. And I would go home with like an ESPN t-shirt or like a windbreaker that said like Booyah or something on it, you know, or cool's the other side of the (laughs) pillow. And like, nobody had that in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? People would be like, where'd you get the ESPN shirt? And it was the coolest thing because it was the brand and it was so hot. And ESPN's still a hot brand. So I don't know if, you know, you're right. They, 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 it's hot. So sell, but man, I just, I, I like that marriage. I like Disney and ESPN because two of my favorite things being, being is one.
1: Yeah. And actually, from, I'm from outside of Philly, and we were d- down in Disney the week before the Super Bowl when the Eagles were in it. And, you know, I saw tons of Eagle shirts running around. So it was, it was cool to, you know, have that camaraderie. So definitely, I think, it, right, the sports play a neat part of kind of add-on, add-on kind of camaraderie to the trip. Yeah, um, But, hey, I wanted to add in, too. I was actually down in Orlando two weeks ago for a work conference, and I went to the Riv for the first time, and I fell in love with it. So I was up at Topolino's had a whiskey sour was hanging out watching the fireworks and it was i I texted my wife and said we're staying here (laughs) that's awesome
2: (laughs) it's a great place like i love that resort um i mean i know we hit about it a lot on the podcast but you got the you got the skyliner access it's this great deluxe resort you can see fireworks in the resort the rooms are beautiful the resort is beautiful I just wish I had a bigger gift shop. <laughs> the
0: gift shop is so small. <laughs> it is to small. Yeah, it is yeah. tight. like yeah. the
1: lobby just feels like the so congested. When I'm the lobby, the lobby has a small feel to it. Exactly. Yeah. But it was beautiful, and and I was I was living it up there down the conference. I went to Whispering Canyon Cafe for dinner, and uh, I know the the servers like to kind of rag on you there, and I I felt the need to tell, explain. I said, "Oh, my, I'm here by myself. I'm on a work conference." And I said, I was, doing a, I was doing a monorail bar tour by myself, and then the server said, Well, that doesn't sound lonely at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you just lost like, oh, your geez. tip just went down because you're joning on me, man. Back off. That's so great, though. That is kind of a funny concept.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get ketchup. I was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get ketchup. I'm good. I just want to eat my brisket and ribs. and <laughs> I just want to have a good meal, and then I'll and go do a little bar tour of my own. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no kidding, man. That, that's a uh, that I you know I appreciate somebody that can be that harsh.
1: It <laughs> has the it yeah. has the oomph because yeah.
0: I you know I wouldn't have the oomph <laughs> to lay that down that hard. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. So you yeah. guys want to know something funny. funny? So you guys were
2: talking about ESPN and Disney. You know how like they tie together because we're sports guys, we're Disney fans. So when I booked my first Disney trip, like. You know, I, I went to go create a login. I was like, "You already have a login." I was like, "What?" And it's like, fantasy football. So I still use the same login, but my login—I yeah, yeah. won't give it away—but it has ESPN in the names, so, which is just kind of funny. So every time I log in, my Disney experience or whatever, like I have to type ESPN every time. It's just kind of funny to me. So.
0: Is it because of fantasy football?
2: Yeah, I think it might have been fantasy <laughs> exactly. football when I had to log in, or like inside like they used to have like this insider thing where you can like pay a dollar ninety nine a month or whatever and you got like more articles or something so yeah, I think I did yeah. that too but I, I'm pretty confident it was fantasy related so is yours at the ESPN too is is that how you started yours Mike
0: no I, I had one for fantasy football because yeah. we did all of our because back in the day we, we, I was like in two or three leagues at a time and it was always yeah. three ESPN
2: yeah that's funny yeah
0: oh, those are the days man that's so fun <laughs> Well, AJ, we appreciate uh, the call, yeah, man. Thank enjoy, you so much. Yeah,
1: enjoy listening to you guys. And uh, I'm going to probably hit you up here soon. We're looking to take a trip in the February timeframe. So I'll uh, be shooting an email here year. soon. we we actually had one scheduled with you a little while back, but we had to cancel due to COVID. Um, so looking to, to do it again here with the kids come up in February.
0: Hey, it'll be February, like Scott says, great time to go, and we'll take great care of you. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for the
0: call. We really yeah. appreciate it. Take have a great week. See you later. Thank
1: you, too. See you. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: See you, AJ. All right. We have our next call. See you get one. AJ uh, got us rolling here. So we have our next call. Hey, who's joining us?
3: Hi, this is Michael Lichman uh, from uh, De Pere, not too far from you.
0: All right. See, I won't even make Scott spell the Pair because he would not get it right. But, uh, <laughs> here, <laughs> but are you
2: saying like Du pair? Like the pair? No, saying no. okay.
0: Well, okay. We are making him spell it. Okay. So here we go. So Michael's from here, just south of me in St. Louis, just south yeah. of the ballpark. He's from depair. How do you spell depair, Missouri?
2: D E P E A R.
0: It's D-E-S-P-E-R-E-S. There's an S in this?
2: Get <laughs> out oh, I can, I can see it now. I can it see doesn't it now. Make like Des Moines sense. or something would have like... Yeah, it is. Media. Yeah, okay. I
0: just had to throw that at you because it doesn't funny. make sense at all. No. So what? what's going on?
3: Well, first I have to uh, get your opinion because I haven't heard, but uh, what's your opinion on Adam Waderite? Let's start there with a little sports talk.
0: Oh, my Lord. He's my favorite Cardinal of all time. And I literally had a tear in my eye yesterday. It was so hard to watch when he could not get do you but me, three outs. Do you love
3: get last two wins?
0: Yes, because there's nothing else this season. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not going anywhere. Yes, you you give the man his chances. And and if, you know, I, I, I was scared he was going to retire because they say he's going to start, he's going to make his next start. I was really, I told my wife that might be the last time we ever see him pitch because I thought he might retire today. I thought he might see the writing on the wall, but he's going to go out one more time, so we'll see.
3: Yeah, so um, this week I actually got back from uh, uh, the Disney Dream. I was over in Europe, and I was on my family, and I uh, we went to uh, Denmark, and we did the Dream out of Denmark, stopping in um, Sweden, um, Germany, and Norway. And I wanted to uh, call in and tell the listeners about um, seeing Tivoli Gardens, which was uh, pretty cool because apparently you know that was uh, part of the inspiration for Walt and Disneyland. So and I also, in, go ahead.
0: I've only seen that one time and it was on a Love Boat episode. They were in Tivoli <laughs> Gardens a on Love Quaint Boat. Park. It looks beautiful on that episode. It's it looks very so beautiful.
3: neat. I, it's, it's kind of funny because just like with uh, Disneyland being in the middle of the city, it's the exact same thing. I mean, you are literally across from their train station right in the middle of the city. And when you're in there, you don't you don't realize it. Um, unless you're, you know, up on, you know, one of their, their taller rides or whatnot. Very, very clean, very, very quaint. Uh, the, get this, the, the roller coaster, one of the big roller coasters there. That's, you know, from a long time ago, there is a man or a person who rides in the middle of the roller coaster and he applies the handbrake. Look it up on YouTube. Oh, shut up. it. (laughs) It is, it is that old. But there yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's actually very smooth, much smoother than the, the wooden coasters here in Six Flags. But there's a man who who hops on right when the right, right, right when the roller coaster starts and he will be pulling the handbrake. I got a video from right behind him. It was it was something else. Is he else.
0: is he like in a costume? I mean, can you tell that he's a he's like no. a, a worker? Or is he just look yeah, like he, the regular you guy? Can,
3: you can tell. He's in a black uniform, says Tivoli on the back of his jacket. And, you know, it starts, he's not even on the thing. And right before you leave the station, he hops right on and he, he doesn't have a belt or
0: anything. He, no he way. He's done
3: it. You know, that's endlessly. the craziest thing around and around and around. You look it up on YouTube. You'll find it.
0: I am totally looking It's nuts. I'm totally looking at that. You want that guy to be having a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like you want yeah. pay attention, brother. <laughs> that's so crazy. But, I know, love the, that. The part,
3: The park is, the park's pretty amazing. I mean, when we were there, they had a concert going on and it, it, you know, there's, there's an admission to get into the park and then you either buy a ride pass or you have to pay per ride. But, you know, people, you could tell that there were a lot of locals there and they were having a good time. The, 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 um, like I said, the park is immaculate, no cups anywhere. And I found out why, even though I never saw anybody cleaning up the park, but they have these machines where. When you purchase a drink, apparently you pay like a a surcharge for that, for that cup. And then when you're done with it, you turn the cup into the machine and it'll give you a little bit of money back. Ah. And I couldn't, I didn't realize this. And I saw kids, you know, running, running across the way to pick up a Starbucks cup that was just sitting on the ground. And then I later realized why is because they they wanted to get the money from picking up, picking up that cup. Nice. Bottle deposit here in Michigan. (laughs)
0: or like we used that, to pick up exactly aluminum good. cans around here like and you know crush them up and take them to get recycled yeah
3: and then and then you'll appreciate this at the at the end of the night they have um uh, Tivoli illuminations no joke it is literally called illuminations I'm sure there's a <laughs> video of it it's not quite the same there's no fireworks but there's a it's a light show and a smoke show and it's for what it is, it's really it's really something really something.
0: Wow. So uh, how, how is the cruise itself though? Like being on the ship and seeing all those, I mean, cause it's the Norwegian Ford's cruise uh, fjords. fjords. Yeah. I'm from Missouri. Sorry, yeah. you, but I can't so, pronounce things.
3: So I, I equate it a little bit more. It's very different than, than the, the Caribbean or a uh, Bahamian cruise. It, it was closer to like an Alaska cruise where, you know, as you're, as you're going along, you look out your window, rather than just seeing endless ocean, you're seeing, you see land, especially while going into Norway or in and out of the ports, but you see, you can, you can see, you know, land off in the distance, you know, or sometimes even pretty up close, there's little islands and with houses on them and boats. Oh, and I I could not believe in that sea up there. It was extremely calm, but not only that, just the amount of ships going back and forth. Because, you know, when you're out, when you're out in the Atlantic or, or the Gulf or s- somewhere out there, you, you may see one ship way off in the distance. No, this was more like a highway. I mean, there was like a line of, of, of large container ships, you know, taking stuff back and forth. It was, it was crazy. There was always things to look at out the, uh, up, up the, uh, off the way.
0: Yeah, that's crazy because, you, you, like you said, you never see Like when you do a Caribbean cruise, you hardly – you'll see them when you leave port and that's it. And then you might see them again in the next yeah, you, port, but that's it. You never see them when you're out at sea
3: yeah you know you, you know they're there, but you know when you're out there but this was I mean they were out the window um, it was it was all, you always had something to look at kind of like a little bit more like Alaska um, but the other thing that I feel like that was very different, and I think you had had a listener I think it was John talk about his Met cruise mm-hmm. a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago I'd catching up a little bit because I was I was out of the country but you know it became much more so about the destinations, I would say than your typical cruise. Um, because you know, kind of like when you, when you're in the Caribbean so much of it is, or Bahamian cruise, so much of it is about being on the ship. The, in this case, for me, it was more about the cities and the destination with the ship being the easy way to get from one port to the other with the kids and that kind of a thing. And the ship became a little bit secondary but still, still very enjoyable, but still a bit more secondary than, uh, you know, your typical, um, tropical cruise. Do,
0: do they do as much program? Cause it sounds like you've done a bunch of cruises. Do they do as much programming on the ship as they do? Like say in a Caribbean cruise, or do they kind of expect that most people are going to be port intensive and be off the ship and kind of tired in the evenings? Or do you get, you know, as many of the kind of game shows and bingos and karaoke's and matchmates so and stuff like that? Yeah.
3: On, on the sea days, they definitely had the typical amount of programming. I will tell you that they debuted, um, the, it was the color pop show yeah, I saw which that. before the cruise, there was, there was quite a bit of, um, uh, some people were, you know, not too thrilled about under, finding out that we weren't going to get the, the, the special fireworks, which obviously they weren't doing that because they, they couldn't. Um, and then they thought we were going to be getting people assumed that we were going to be getting the frozen show. And then they announced that we weren't doing that. And then it came out later that they were debuting this color pop show, which was entertaining. It was very good. Um, You know, there were so many characters up on stage and and it was, it was, it was enjoyable um, for everybody, very high energy. And so, you know, there was definitely programming. We had, you know, we had quite a few movies, um, you know, with Indiana Jones and Haunted Mansion and all those things and the entertainment, um, at, for the nighttime was the typical entertainment, the typical shows, as well as, I think there was a juggler, a ventriloquist and a magician, um, to fill in the, uh, the, the rotation. But yeah, there was, there was quite a bit, especially on the sea days.
0: So would you, it sounds like you've been on quite a few cruises. Would you say this was your, if you had to rank them, is this your top cruise you've been on?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely the most, uh, the, the most unique one of the ones that I've been on, you know, I, the, the other one that's, you know, hard for me to say at tops is the very first cruise that we went on, which was an Alaskan cruise. And so that, you know, you know, I think that is in itself a very unique itinerary that, that I, you know, I, I think that people should try at least once just because it is, uh, such a, such a cool thing, a cool way to see a part of the country that, most people don't have the, an easy way to to see.
0: I gotta try that. My wife just says, "I just she just can't see herself going somewhere cold in the summer." But oh my, my god, god I, know, know, I'm I, know, my I know we. I don't know, like I gotta go where there's palm trees. But I know we gotta that.
2: No, life, you go to the palm trees when it's like January, January or February, they're, they're and then you go to the colder places
3: in this. summer.
0: That's true. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Michael. I didn't. Go ahead. I, we didn't hear. <laughs>
3: Uh, my my father's the same way where he can't imagine going anywhere cold. And after doing this one, he's they're dead set on uh, going for an Alaskan cruise.
0: I think I could. I think I could. Yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm a kind of a geography nerd. And I just, the older I get, the more I want to see the world and see places I haven't seen. Like I've you know I've never seen a glacier. You know, so I'd like to see that at some point. <laughs> you know, it's like you, I hate you, to say it, but like you, you, things are going away. You definitely should.
3: Yeah, you definitely should. The other the other two things that we saw in Norway, I don't think I mentioned this. Um, when we docked in in Oslo, um, we docked literally across the street from Akershus uh, Fortress. You know, obviously from from Epcot, the the actual Akershus. It, it was kind of funny because you were right right there, just across the street, up the hill. There's the fortress, and then so- we um, ended take ended. Up, um, it was rainy that day, but we took a. A ferry across the way and went to a outdoor folk museum and we uh saw the uh gold Stave church which is again what's represented in, in norway and upcat as well as had some uh school bread over there too so well, that's awesome
0: so i, I know i keep God bringing this to back the love boat but i'm telling you because i saw this episode the other day <laughs> <laughs> i've seen this episode many times on pluto tv that is the episode they go to all these same places because because captain Steuben gets on and he talks about don't miss seeing the akershus castle he says it just like that and he (laughs) mentions not to miss when you go on shore the stave church because they're in that port so you guys must support and they went to tivoli gardens because that's where like the kid that was trying what? to scam Vicky was like hanging out. He pretended like he worked there or something. But it was it's a great episode. But the thing is, like, th- L- I mean, it sounds like it's exactly where you guys were. Like, you went to all these same places.
3: Yeah, it, we were there. We were there. Actually, I ran into Len Testa on the ship, and I uh, had a little conversation about. Oh, uh, it. Nice. To make sure we hit. We-
0: He's been replaced by Josh Gad, is what I've been told. So. <laughs> okay, that's
3: really yeah, I, got, I got I got one I got one thing I, I gotta I gotta say you know to to both of you. Um, you always talk about the absolute worst thing about going on a Disney cruise, right? What is it? When
0: Can you, you get back? When you're back, you're when you your
3: beginning. It's when you have to get off the yes. ship, right? And the, the reentry entry program, my, my, my challenge to you, and this is the way I've done it. When I'm, when I'm down in Florida, I'm getting off the ship. I always go after I get off to, uh, to Vero Beach for, for at least one night, if not, if not two nights, you know, if you think, if you, I know you guys love uh, Old Key West, Old Key West um, walks so that Vero Beach can run. It is, it is like vero uh, Vero is Old Key West to the next level. And I'm not a beach guy. I do. I cannot sit on a beach, but you know, for getting back into this world, Vero is the way to do it. You gotta try it out.
2: Man, that's sit- a great. I mean, that's great words coming yeah. from you, Michael. I'm yeah, taking
0: so that I'll, to I'll heart have
2: to keep a note of that. Uh, the bureau's been uh, on my list too as a Disney Vacation Club member, so I just got to make that happen. But it's hard to find availability.
0: It's hard to get. I've uh, tried to book it for guests. It's booked it, it, a lot. Yeah,
3: it is. It is hard to get, and it you know definitely DVC is the way to do it. But you know, you, you got enough time. Think about it. Plan it out. Make sure make sure you find uh, uh, some time to to sneak out there for a couple days after you get off uh, your, your next cruise. We will. I'll, I'll be seeing you guys. Uh, in january because i'm doing the um the coast to coast doing the fall and then the uh, and then the half out of disneyland so all will right, you guys then
0: hey maybe we'll be on the same flight heading out west yeah
3: yep probably, <laughs> probably. Right, you guys take care all right Hey, you the call. gonna be solo that time michael or are we just gonna see you uh my family's coming down uh for world but i will be uh, going solo out to land cool
2: all right, look forward to seeing you and the fam and seeing you out west coast, man. It's going to be an awesome time.
0: That's right. All have right, buddy. Week. Have a good uh, week. Thanks for a, great, a great call. We appreciate yeah. all that feedback. Thank you.
2: Yep. That, all right, have
0: well. a good week. All right, bye-bye. All right, 407-413-9-395. How cool would that be to take that cruise? Oh, man.
2: I want to do that cruise. That's what I'm saying. Like... That's why I'm always kind of joking. I mean, I jokingly I know why you choose some of the itineraries you do for the podcast cruise, but like, that's why I always say, like, man, we got to switch it up because I would love to go on some of these sailings,
0: man. I know because most so of nice. our listeners, like in the feedback, they want to go to Walt Disney World too. Yeah, so that's I why know. we always sail a lot of Canaveral. Oh, I know. man, I'm, I would love I to go, know, to, go know, to some I of these know, other destinations. No, 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 no. Me too. So we have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hi. Hello. I'm
4: Sarah from uh, St. Charles.
0: Oh my gosh, we're getting yeah, calls from I, way far away, St. Charles, yeah. Missouri. What's going on, Sarah?
4: Um, not much. I just finished up my Disney college program, so I thought I'd come in on here and talk about Disney for you because I kind of missed that.
0: Oh, nice. So you're so you're in St. St. Charles County, or like? Uh, so you, I just got to ask you before we talk about your college program. You ever been to El Azteca, yeah. Mexican restaurant down there in O'Fallon?
4: Uh, no, I don't think we have.
0: Oh, man, you're missing out down there, Uh, kind of by the Cracker <laughs> Barrel. I'm just saying, that's my place. Anyway. Okay. So yeah. you, tell us about your college program. That you're kind of missing it. I hear you. Those things are hard to, when you walk away. You make so many great memories.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I worked at Upcott. So I got to see a lot of, you know, how it changed through this, these past like seven months.
0: So what was your role? Lots run? of
2: changes. Yeah. Yeah, no sure.
0: kidding. So what kind of role at
4: Epcot did you do? Um, I was a custodian, so I was all over the park. Um, I got to really get to know the ins and outs of backstage and you know, the little hidden secrets all over Epcot. Nice.
0: I almost sound like a teacher here cause that's what I used to do. Um, what was something that you didn't expect on your college program that you, that you learned, you know, something you went in you thought, cause you're probably a Disney fan. Obviously I guess most people go into the college. And program I hope she Disney says fans,
2: learned how to draw Mickey mouse. Like, I'm with, like with, 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 a, with a broom. I know as, yeah. as soon as I could draw a really mean Mickey
0: or goofy. Yeah. No, but I mean, was there something that you just totally shocked you that you got to do or some unexpected, uh, you know, experience you got to have during your program?
4: Um, just some of the like the guest interactions I had were really cool. It was just like such an aweing experience being able to go behind the doors that said cast members only. It was just it put things so real. And I did learn how to do water art, I did learn how to do Mickey. And it's it's not as easy as it looks. It it takes, I don't think it looks easy at all. No,
0: I I could never do that. That (laughs) pops to you, Sarah.
2: That's awesome. I like how. Water art must be the right term. I didn't know what to call it, but I like I like water art. No, that's good.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, we call it water art. And I had a friend that was uh trying to get his pigment certified, and Duffy, and all those like really favorite characters.
0: That's so cool! I get certified. i Never thought about that.
4: I love that.
0: See, I, yeah, I, that's why yeah, I like Disney. To, I so many layers.
4: Sorry, I was going to say you have to get like Mickey certified and then you can get Minnie and and Donald and Goofy and you have to go through each stage to getting each one certified.
0: So you can't just go out there and start freestyling. You got to actually before you can actually go out there and draw, you have to have that like certification.
4: Yes, you have to have a class and then you have to practice backstage and have um, one of our water art teachers look at it and then you do it on stage. And then they'll give you certification. <laughs> see, I, lo- that's why that's I love great. this
0: stuff. I had no idea that there was such a process. So,
2: Sarah, when you weren't working, were you were you going into the theme parks at all, or like visiting the resorts? Like, what what was your life when you weren't working?
4: Oh, it was it was going to the parks. Um, I also worked at I've worked at all of the parks, including uh, Tyson Lagoon, the uh, Disney Springs, and the ESPN location, just because. I wanted to say that I've worked at all those locations. Um, That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I got to see like backstage and yeah, my days off, I would either be, you know, going to the the parks, just like spending my entire day there or, you know, just doing basic grocery store needs. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I, I love going to Cast Connections. Gotta love the cast member discounts you get there.
0: I got to go in there a couple of times with some friends that were cast members. That place is awesome. <laughs> I got a, I got a name tag one time that said Mike because somebody lost theirs. And I was like, well, it was back when oh, there was a long, it was like over 20 years ago, but they had at the time, instead of your city, it had your favorite character. And it, this, this Mike's favorite character was Aladdin. So my name tag says Aladdin. So not really my favorite character, but I went with it for like 50 cents. <laughs> that place is cool though.
2: So, Sarah, that was that was actually pretty cool that you got to work at all the locations and like including ESPN, Y World Sports, and all that. So, did you have like was Ep- I mean, it sounds like Epcot was your home base. Like, did, was that your favorite place to work, or was there another place that you really liked working at?
4: Um, I I really did enjoy my time at uh, Epcot. Just because, yeah, eventually things got familiar enough with me. I didn't have to go to these other parks and be scared about what what of backstage I'm allowed in and right. what I'm not. Um, but I also, I had some really cool experiences at all the parks. I, for my one Hollywood studio shift, I got to work the Fantasmic one. So I got to see them run it like during the day with all the, uh, backstage people that make it happen. Like the lighting, the, the water, all of it. Um, yeah, that's cool. and Animal Kingdom. I, I got to see uh festival of the Lion King backstage. It was all just really cool.
0: Man, that's awesome, for, especially for a Disney fan that appreciates all that. Because you know, as a, as a casual person who just goes down, you know, from the guest side of things, I I would love to see because Fantasmic is such a production, you know. But I only see it during the show. And you're right; I never even thought about the afternoon. They got to adjust the lighting, the sound, do some checks. Get every, probably yeah. a lot of safety stuff. Get it set for the show. I, you know, I, I didn't think about it until you just said that. I just yeah. I just think people the only backstage it,
2: stuff we see, Mike, is uh, when we run the marathon. We were just hating life at that. Oh, moment, so yeah, I don't ever <laughs>
0: hate that. Yeah, that's except you get chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so, go ahead.
4: It's amazing. It's fantastic that uh, it almost never goes completely right. Like I, when I worked that shift, one of the times they started the show and the very first time that you see Mickey, he just didn't show up. We don't mm. know if the, the thing didn't lift him up or if Mickey just wasn't there. But we were all like, oh, and then they immediately like turned off all the lights and we're like, we're going to postpone this.
0: It happens. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have our days. So let me ask you this, because I I think this would be a great question, too, for folks, because there's always lots of folks that are in our audience that are considering doing the Disney College program. And you obviously got accepted and got to have this awesome experience down at Walt Disney World. What what piece of advice would you give somebody who is thinking about applying for the program? Because this is a competitive uh, position. You know, some people get in, some people don't. You were successful. So what would you say to folks that are thinking about uh, looking at doing the college program?
4: I would say absolutely do it. Um, when I came back home and a family asked me, you know, like, how would you summarize it? I'm just like, amazing. Um, especially custodial, it's such a wonderful job. Like I said, you got to explore a different part of the parks. And and Disney's just looking for, you know, you overall being, you know, a very helpful and like caring person. You know, if you, you if you see a guest struggling to find directions or something, you're you are a person that is willing to go out and, and help them and ask, you know, what do you need? Just somebody who can give them a little extra magic to their day.
0: And that's that's awesome. a, that a great attitude, because, in, you know, as guests, we appreciate the college program, you know, folks that are down there, because without them, it would be really hard to to make the magic that we get to experience from the guest side of things. Because, you know, that, that's an essential part of the whole experience. You guys are down there making that magic. And uh, it's awesome. I, I wish I'd have got to experience it. I had no idea that it was a thing when I was in college. But, I mean, that was so long ago. You know, we hardly had computers. So, yeah, I'm old.
4: I would definitely, for anyone that's interested, I would definitely, like, go on YouTube. Look up, you know, what a Disney web-based interview is like. Because that is also very helpful. It really, yeah, it goes into more of what Disney is, is really looking for.
0: So let me ask you this. So you did custodial, but if you could go, say Disney calls you tomorrow and they're like, look, we'd love to have you down for the college program. We want to bring you back full time, but you get to pick your role, any role you want at Walt Disney World. What I because I always say, like, I'd love to drive a monorail. Scott wants to drive a boat, I think you know, something I do want to do, it, or I want
2: to do like concierge so I can like be in indoors.
0: Okay, or <laughs> do, dude, He's like, dude, I've seen the heat index the last couple yeah, of months. I
2: want to be a concierge desk at, <laughs> at the Polynesian or something.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want 115 heat index, he's not playing. He's like, forget the boats
2: or bartender at Trader's. Okay. I'm looking at now, he's, uh, he's totally
0: changing his yeah. tune, yeah. anyway. Yeah, this, uh, what, what would your role be if you could pick one at Walt Disney? Like, what's your just dream role down there?
4: Honestly, when I, before the Disney college program, I thought attractions, like I thought I would love doing that. Um, Especially when you hear about all like the crazy breakdowns and all that. I I thought that would be kind of funny. But the more I thought about it and the more I was there, I'm like, you are listening to the same audio on repeat, like day after day. I, I thought that would be a little nerve wracking. So I kind of, honestly, if I went back, I think I would go for custodial again, because like I said, it's, it's a new experience every day. Nothing is, nothing is going to be the same. Um, and yeah, you get to go all over the park, you know, explore the different countries, you see Sergio backstage from Italy, you know, Okay, uh, it, maybe you
0: something. can't tell us this. Can he talk or does he, does he talk to you backstage with a whistle? Like when he sees you backstage, you like like, boop, 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 boop. No, just kidding. You don't have to answer that. But that that'd be funny if you did. I love that guy. <laughs> no, I, I I like your answer,
2: Sarah, because I've always like heard this myth that like custodial might be like the best role, right? Because like you get it's different. Like you were just saying, you get lots of guest interaction. You're not. I think about like the Nemo ride or like Haunted Mansion where you're just walking on the mm-hmm. conveyor belt like all day, constantly. That'd be perfect studio. for me, like though. That gets I like old, walking, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I, I see what you're saying. And like that, it does sound like a good gig. I really think it could be fun. Yeah, I do. I do.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Especially in that role, you get a lot of guest gifts, which we, we really love that. You know, I've gotten maybe my seven months, I don't know, I've got like 10, 15 guest gifts. Um, some of them, they don't even hand me directly. They just, you know, they'll, they'll leave something for us and it really makes our day, you know, uh, just, just something that, you know, tells us that we're not invisible.
0: That's awesome. Right. And that is so good to hear because cast members are essential for the whole experience at Walt Disney world. So oh sure. Well, Hey, thanks for taking the time to call in and maybe we'll uh, bump shoulders here in St. Charles. I'm out by uh, mm-hmm. Jay Bloom. I live right out by there, so I'm always hanging out in this uh, mid River Mall corridor. <laughs> so I appreciate it. All right. Thanks thanks for the call, Sarah. Thanks for doing that thanks down Sarah. there. We appreciate it.
4: Yeah, of course. Thank All right, you.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. And I Loved like what William that said.
2: inside information on the college program again. I love that.
0: And William was back in the Stone Age out in Oregon. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to figure out where his Beavs are going to play football uh, next year. But um, I guess the Pac-4. But uh, he's saying that he was in Custodial in the Magic Kingdom back in 1994, so he's of my generation. Yeah. And he it said the that, um, th- yeah, he said though he, there were he, he considers Custodial uh, there were signposts with arms because they could go around and talk to so many guests and kind of be on the front lines and answer questions and be, you know, probably proactive solving problems for guests. And I mean, that, how cool is that? Because you're not. I think you get to kind of be like a floater, right? You're kind of uh, mm-hmm. out there as almost like an ambassador. That'd be fun. Yeah.
2: And you're not like in the same like attraction all day, right? Like she was saying, like Sarah was saying she was in some of the world showcase countries and then she'd be at backstage doing this or in future world. And then she got to go to all those to be able to like work at everything. Part I think that was kind of a cool thing. We talk about like doing four parks in one day, but she's worked in all theme parks and the disney spring like i liked i liked how that was like a personal challenge for her and that was awesome
0: that is i mean if you're yeah i always try to tell my students and i try to tell this to my kids too you know Paige is old and you know pretty much on her own now but mallory like you have to take advantage of your situations you're in like you got to be proactive and you got to you know like i've told her with her cheerleading like enjoy it because like high school goes so fast you're already a sophomore so like when you're cheering the varsity games this year look up in the crowd and like like, take mental pictures because this is what you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Like, it's going to be gone in an instant, you know? So, if you're going to be in the D- Disney College program, like, volunteer for extra shifts because, like, she was there for seven months, she said, but seven months will go by in the blink of an eye if you're enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you love doing something, because when I taught at Space Camp for those two summers, it was two months long each time. You went down at the end of, like, the beginning of June and you were there till the end of August. I loved it and I loved every day, but man, it felt like the summer was just gone in a blink. And I worked doubles every day because I just wanted to work every. I loved what I did. And so I did doubles every day because I just wanted to do it and it went, it was gone. So yeah, it's it one of those things. Yep. It just, it, you got to take it in. So, and, uh, William says, um, he also got to be in the 1994 Christmas parade with Regis and Kathy Lee. I mean, oh no, Joan London. <laughs> it wasn't Regis and Kathy Lee back then, I guess. So, uh, how cool is that? Very cool. I don't know. I mean, did he get to host with them or? But uh, I don't know. So that's pretty cool. Well, hey, that's going to do it for uh, the show. So that was a lot of fun. Scott, great calls again. We got to cruise. We got to get a little cast member insider information. Got to talk some Ryan Disney and a little betting with Disney. A little and-
2: little ESPN Sports.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of hit the uh, all the topics tonight. That was pretty fun. So uh, we'll do yeah. it again. Next I mean, it's Sunday.
2: summertime. It's kind of slow. Slow news. You know, people are probably out uh, barbecue I- speaking of summer going by fast, I feel like this summer is going by fast. You know, you just said Pam's back at work, you know, at school. Like, like I hope people are out there with the grill fired up, having some friends and family over, soaking in those last few weeks that we have.
0: Yeah, it's back to school here. Uh, you know, uh, Pam's been back for a week. Now goes back next week. We have our football jamboree Friday, which means Friday night light starts this week. Mm, Crazy. Finally. And then uh, Mizzou starts on the 31st. So we're getting there. All right. So we're going to hop out of here. We'll have the shows this week. Monday, we'll have a listener. Uh, no, that'll be a trip report show here in just about an hour. It'll hit your feed. Wednesday, listener questions. Friday, another fun, topical show. So hope you enjoy those. But until then, don't forget our shows brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. We're standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's slash Amazon for all those back to school goodies, Ticonderoga pencils. Uh, I don't know what else you get. Notebooks, I get the kids I've been out, I, I haven't been teaching for six years. I can't I just do like we used Chromebooks at this point for like everything. So, if you're gonna buy a Chromebook, that'd be even better because that would help us out even more. So, Chromebooks, notebooks, calculators. I don't know what's on, uh, what does what uh, Emily even They don't even school? like
2: get like a school, like was, I remember Did like, they not even get a list years ago. They would get like a list, yeah, yeah. it's just like it's, it's just whatever the kid. I mean, the student kind of knows now, like what to get. Yeah, I mean, Emily, we're to, to the point where school. Emily doesn't even re- get a new backpack, which was like a no, score for us, man. Like, yeah,
0: those things are a million dollars. Because like years ago, out. yeah,
2: we got like a really nice backpack yeah. for her, and we said like, no, this is it. This is your high school backpack. That's how
0: it should and, like, be. You don't need to do yeah. it every year. That's a racket. Because we used to it do is. that in elementary school, and I'm like, the last one's fine, but it was always had to be like. But I mean, they're like you know elementary school kids. Oh like, yeah, I gotta get the I gotta get the Doc in backpack. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. It was like one year it was frozen, the next year. it was doc mcstuffins i know like every year dude we day. had so many different themed it's, backpacks it's disney dude it was <laughs> disney getting us because it was the new movie yeah, yeah every and now year. Like, my yeah.
2: almost 16 year old just has a generic black backpack <laughs> it's you. perfect
0: it's so hard, i know yeah. but mallory's got seven backpacks because you know she got to have the cheer bag she's got to have mm-hmm. the regular back there's and i trip over them because she never puts them away when she gets soon she gets home from school Just right there in the kitchen i'm like dude come on killing me anyway yeah. parents get me So where were we also Patreon? If you can support us on Patreon, that would be awesome. Patreon.com. slash be our guest podcast. You get the bonus show called Mike in the Midwest that supports everything we do throughout the week and throughout the year. It's patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media at Ep Scott. I'm at be our guest, Mike, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Well, not Twitch. Eh, We're both on Twitch, but I don't think you can follow us over there. Um, and threads is what I was thinking of. So give us a follow on those places. We love talking with you throughout the week, especially over on Twitter and X and Instagram and all that stuff. So, uh, get the conversation going over there at EPSCOT at be our guest, Mike, join us next Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central. We'll get back together, fire up those phone lines and have another good time together. All right. Until we get back together again for Scott, I'm Mike wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.